You're listening to Flourish Weekly with Pastor Jen. We know you'll be encouraged by today's talk. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Flourish Weekly. I'm so glad that you're back with us this week. Man, we had a great week at Flourish Night. Um, If you are local, thank you for coming and being a part of Flourish Night. It was such an incredible night of just humility and unity. There were women from all walks of life. It was a bilingual event. Um, Man, it was just such an honor and such a privilege to be with so many of you in person. Um, We had a great night at Kingsgate Church. We had um, awesome worship and just an incredible time in God's presence. And then we had so much fun before and after. Um, So thank you so much. I really want to express my genuine gratitude for taking the time out of your day and out of your week to come and to be a part of that. Um, It was just such a such a meaningful night for me for flourish for our ministry for our church and hopefully for so many of you um, who came so thanks again for being a part and if you're not local um, you know I just want to say thank you for listening week after week thank you for tuning in I hope and I pray that um, through flourish weekly through flourish night through the different avenues that we have that you're being strengthened and you're being encouraged Um, And that you're finding hope, you know, in in different times of my life when I've gone through hard times or even when I'm when I'm in the good seasons of life, it's always um, it always means so much to me when when there's a conversation or um, a message I hear or a song that I hear or or when I'm when I'm encouraged and when my spirit is reminded that there is always hope and there's always um there's always better days ahead. Seasons will always change and things will always improve. And so I hope and I pray that that, that this podcast is that for you. Um, thank you for tuning in. If you were at Flourish Night, I'd love to hear back from you. I'd love to hear from you on Instagram or Facebook. Um, I love to hear you reach out and tell me your stories. Man, it encourages my heart so much just to, to hear from you and get to know you a little bit. So please, if you're wondering, just always reach out to me through Instagram, Facebook, um, or through text if you know my number. So I just wanted today, I want to talk to you about something that's been very strong in my heart. And it's it's a phrase that God's just been bringing up in my spirit. And it's called a series of yeses. Um, and so let's just pray. Heavenly Father, I love you so much. Thank you for such an exciting, fulfilling week that we had at Flourish Weekly, Thank at Flourish Night. Thank you for what you did. Thank you, God, for the lives that were touched and the, and the relationships that were built. Thank you, Father, for being in the room. Thank you, Lord, that you are here with us today, wherever you are, wherever we are listening and, and um, tuning in. Father, I pray that every person would feel your presence and would sense that you are near and know, God, that there is hope and that they would just clear to hope and hold on because things will get better. God, I thank you and I pray that you would release that hope and that faith over your daughters and over your sons today. I love you and I trust you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so I want to talk to you about a series of yeses and what does that mean? Well, in my life personally, I am seeing the fruit of a series of yeses in my life. There are things that we will say yes to in God. Um, there are things that we will say yes to that we don't always necessarily know what the outcome will be. We don't know what exactly it's going to um, bring about in our lives. We don't know what what outcome it's going to bring. But if we can just say yes to God, if we can just lean into him, 
And if we can say, okay, God, I don't know where you're taking me. I can't see the end of this story, but I can see that right now you are laying it on my heart to do this particular thing. And I'm going to trust you and I'm going to do that. Then I believe over a period of time, as we say yes to God, he takes what we give him and he multiplies it. And I want to say so much today, and I hope I can say it all and get this point, these points across because you know, when I do this podcast, a lot of times I'm just talking to you from my heart. So I don't have points prepared. I don't have an outline prepared, but there's so much about this that I want to make sure that I can get across to you. And one of the things is that those seasons of yeses, they're not always going to be, um, they're not always going to look or feel fruitful. Sometimes your series or your, your season of yes, it's going to feel like a hidden season. It's going to feel like a season of obscurity. It's going to feel like a season of, of, um, being hidden. And I want to encourage you in those seasons that you find God's grace and you find his blessing on that season and you are, you release gratitude over it. And personally in my life, one thing that I can particularly relate this to is the season of my life where I was caregiving and taking care of um, a dear friend of mine and all and she was also my mother-in-law who was sick and in the season that season of my life I'll be real honest with you I had people in my life who were telling me um you know, you should, you should still be, you should still be pushing through and, and doing ministry or, or, you know, don't put your life on hold for that. Or don't, don't, you know, maybe, maybe you're putting too much emphasis on that. And all of that is great and good. And yes, we need to learn healthy boundaries. And yes, we need to learn to make sure our priorities are in order. And we don't want to neglect certain things in our lives when we go through hard times. But I firmly believe with all of my heart I'm going to try not to get choked up because this is such something I am so passionate about. And I I pray that you will get this today. I believe with all of my heart that that season for me where I felt hidden and it felt like obscurity and it felt like um, fruitless, that season of my life was just as important as this season of my life where, you know, people are looking on and saying, wow, you know, God's releasing you and God's launching your ministry. And and yes, all of that is true. We had over 400 women at Flourish Night this week, which was such an incredible, miraculous night. And, And it was incredible to see over 30 women give their life to Jesus. And, you know, we are living in a season of fruitfulness right now where we get to see the fullness and the abundance of God. And we get to see with our with our physical eyes the exciting things that God is doing. But I'm going to tell you something. All of that fruit comes from very deep roots. And I shared a little bit about this at Flourish Night, but I want to hit this a little bit more. Look, your season of obscurity and your season of preparation. I mean, we, we can think about Joseph when he was in Potiphar's house or when he was in the prison or all of these different things. I've talked about this before on the podcast. Those seasons of preparation are also God's favor on our lives. And I still pray to this day, I prayed this prayer this week, God, do not release me for anything you haven't prepared me for. God, prepare me properly. And he is such a good father and a good coach and a good um, a good God that he makes sure that he prepares us for, for what he is about to release us to and release us for. And look, this applies to ministry. This applies to family and relationships, and I I don't want God to give me more than he has prepared me for. Now, 
does that always mean I'm going to feel ready for what he gives me? No, to be honest, no, I, I, I never feel ready for the next thing that he's, 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 um, he has prepared me for, or he's given me the opportunity to do. I never feel quite ready. I always feel inadequate. This past um, flourish night, when we had a bilingual event, it felt daunting to me. And I, I was really praying and asking the Lord, you've laid it on my heart to do this bilingual. You have laid it on my heart to bring in the English and the Spanish part of our community into one event. And it feels daunting and it feels hard and, and it takes extra work and so many extra details but God, I believe you have, you have specifically positioned us for this type of ministry and I'm going to be obedient. And because of that, I saw his goodness and I saw such a special outpouring of his presence among the English and the Spanish women. But look, you're not going to always feel ready, but that's when we go back to second Corinthians where it says his grace is sufficient and we lean on him and we trust him. And I, I just want to encourage you, those seasons of waiting and preparation are so meaningful. Um, you know, your deep roots are more significant than just tall, fruitless trees. You may look around you and see people being promoted and you may see people seemingly doing big things and, and seemingly getting ahead of you. And, and honestly, just to be really honest, there was that season in my life where I felt like everyone's life was moving ahead, but mine, I felt left behind in the dust. I felt like, you know, I was waking up every day doing the same thing, taking a shower, getting dressed and going over and spending those days with my mother-in-law. And I'm not saying that now to, for you to, to, for you to feel bad for me or, or I actually, to be honest, I look back on that season now with so much gratitude and with so much, um, fullness in my heart and even joy. I look back on that season and I am so grateful for those quiet moments with, with mom and those quiet moments with her where I got to really know her and hear her heart and, and be near her. And was it easy? No, it was not easy. It was very difficult, but mostly difficult for her. But God allowed me to be there to walk through that season with her, to be a strength to her, to be a comfort to her, and at the same time to receive from her. And so I really want to encourage you guys, if you're in that season right now where you feel like, man, everyone's life is rushing ahead and, and I am stuck and I am hidden and I am in this, like this, this, um, this cycle of just feeling, feeling like nothing's moving. Hold on, keep being faithful. I'm going to tell you something. God needs and looks for faithful men and women of God who are going to be strong, who are going to endure, who are not going to give up, who are not going to be blown around when the winds get strong, who are not going to be tossed to and fro. God is looking for men and women that are going to have deep roots, who are going to be faithful, who are going to endure, and who are going to not only not only be faithful in the good times, but be faithful in the difficult seasons. And I'm reminded of that, that verse that I love to quote, and it's return to your stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Man, I cannot tell you how many times in my life I have felt like I was a prisoner to hope. And I'm like, God, I'm ready to break out of the hopeful season into the the, the fruitful and the beneficial season. I'm ready to break out of the hopeful season into the season of right now. And man, so many of us, I'm going to, I'm going to slow down and I want you to hear this. So many of us are in a season of not yet. So many of us are in a season of not right now. 
And you know what? I want to encourage you and I want to challenge you. If you're in a season of not right now, do not step out in your own strength and force something to happen. There were lots of times in my life where I wanted to step out and force something and do it in my own strength. And God was, and I would just again and again and again, the Holy Spirit would say, sit down. I'm preparing you. Keep being faithful. Keep serving. Keep seeking me. Keep keep living holy. Keep putting me first. Keep serving and loving people. Keep doing your best to put other people before yourself. And as you do that, character is built. Patience is built. Strength is built. Endurance is built. And you know what? In those seasons, God is perfecting your faith. And so many times in those seasons, we question God and we question ourselves and we say, man, God, am am I going through this because my faith is small? Am I going through this because my faith is weak? No, you are going through this because like the Bible says, your faith is being perfected. Consider it pure joy when we encounter tests and trials of any sort because the testing of our faith works patience and, and, and it will, and then we will be perfected and our faith will be perfected. And man, I'm going to tell you, we need our faith to be perfected in the times that we are living in. We are living in a generation where people are tossed around by their feelings. People are just seeking the next exciting thing or the next thing that's going to dull their pain or the next thing that's going to dull their anxiety or the next thing that's going to make them feel good enough to get a good night's sleep tonight. And I'm going to tell you something, guys. God is looking for young men and young women. If you're listening out there and you are under the age of 40, I want you to really listen to me. God is looking for and preparing young men and women who can lead the charge in the future, who can lead the movement and the revival that is coming. And you will need to be strong and you will need to have deep roots. And that's going to mean that sometimes you're going to go through disappointments. I'm going to be real honest with you. I wish God would just like swoop in and remove all the disappointments in your life. I wish he would heal every sick person. I wish he would give you every desire of your heart today, but he's not going to do that because he is a good father who prepares us properly for what is ahead. And I want to encourage you to stay strong. And I said this at Flourish Night, and I'm going to say it again. Let go of whatever it is that you are clinging to and holding to that is causing you to, to be distracted from the fullness of God in your life. I'm telling you something right now. We are entering into a different season. We are entering into a season of the fullness of God and a season of harvest and a season of his outpouring. And we are going to have to be ready. The Bible uses the example of, of um, the women, the, the bride, the, the, the women who were waiting for the bridegroom. And some of them, their, their lamps went out and they went to their friends and they said, Hey, give us some of your oil. You brought extra and we ran out. And I'm going to tell you something. When God comes, when Jesus comes and he shows up, I want to make sure I've got plenty of oil in my lamp. I want to make sure I've got plenty and I've got extra. Well, how does that come? Where does that oil come from? Where does that preparation come from? It's real simple. It comes from intimacy and abiding in Jesus and spending time in his presence and really, truly knowing him. Um, I love when, 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 when Hagar said, have I truly seen the God who sees me? When she said, have I truly seen the God who sees me? In my mind, I'm saying, and, and, and I take that as, have I truly seen him? 
because we know he sees us. He sees us in our hard times. He sees us in our preparation. He sees us in our development. He sees us in the good times and in the mountaintop seasons. And when the outpouring of God's spirit and revival is here, he sees us in those times too. And he doesn't just see us as a vessel to be used for his kingdom and, and just a vessel to be used for his, for, for, for his work on earth. Yes, we're going to be all of those things, but he sees us as his daughter. He sees what we are facing. He sees what we are struggling with. He sees what you're struggling with in your mind and in your body. He knows the very thoughts that you have. And he loves you and he sees you. But the question is, do we see him? Do we see God? Do we know him? Do we take time to really lean in and cling to him and know him? So in talking about a series of yeses, I want to encourage you. In my life, there has been one yes after another. I'll never forget when I was coming out of my season of restoration and healing. It had been two years since I had taught any lesson. It had been two years since I had met with any women. Two years since I had prayed on the mic at church. It had been, I had just been in in a season of healing after great burnout. And God spoke to me through the book of Proverbs and said, I want you to teach the women from the book of Proverbs on leadership. And I felt like, God, you know what? That feels a little cliche. (laughs) It feels a little like everybody's done that a million times. But the Holy Spirit kept leaning on me and saying, I want you to do a class. And I did. And we had 22 women finish that class at Kingsgate. And from that class, God started to release in me again a desire for his word, a desire for ministry, a desire for speaking, a desire for writing, a desire for the things that he's created me for. And I want to tell you that he's going to do the same thing with you, but you have to say yes in small ways. And then the next thing he told me to do was start this podcast. And I sat down on a Saturday while I was cleaning my house. He kept nudging me to sit down and record. And I sat down and I started recording and, and the rest is history. And so I want to encourage you, look, next month I'm leaving and going to minister to women in Egypt, in Cairo, Egypt. I mean, that was never on my radar. That was never something I was praying for. That was never something I was asking for. But man, if I go back and look at my journals when I was 15, when I was 18, when I was 22, when I was 25, I was writing down how I had a heart for the nations and how I wanted God to use me, you know, globally for his kingdom. And this may seem like, like it's just another, another yes, but I'm going to tell you something. This is fulfillment of the purposes of God that has come full circle and now he has brought this to pass and he has dropped it right here in my lap and all I've got to do is say yes. And man, I I really believe someone you are out there and you are listening right now and you have laid down some dreams and you have put those journals away and you've stuck things on the bookshelf that you don't even remember. It's not even on your radar right now. Some of the things that God has spoken deep into your heart but he is beginning to prepare you and to release you for those things. But you're going to have to say yes to God and you're going to have to allow yourself to be challenged a little bit. And you're going to have to do some things you don't know how to do and you don't, you don't quite feel confident doing, but he will accomplish it and he will do it if you will say yes. Just like the, the, the I'm always reminded of the disciples in Matthew chapter six, they come to Jesus And they say, hey, Jesus, we need to send these people away. They're hungry. And Jesus says, hey, you feed them. And they're like, huh? (laughs) 
<laughs> you want us to feed all these people? And he's, and they say, God, Jesus, it would take us a month or two to make enough money to feed all of these people. And he says, well, what do you have? Give me what you've got. And so they go and they find this little boy. And you know, there, there are two different people. There's, there's two different types of people in this story. There's the little boy who had the five loaves and the two fish, who I bet was thrilled to take that over to Jesus. I bet he was like, man, I get to feed Jesus lunch. And he gave God what he had out of his own hunger. This, you know, this kid was hungry out of his own hunger. He gave God what he had. And how many times in our lives, girls, how many times in our lives, guys, have we given God what we had out of our hunger, out of our own need, we gave God something, just a prayer, just a song of worship, just, just, just a prayer in humility, just an act of service to someone that we loved out of our hunger. We give God what we have and he takes that and man, he multiplies it beyond enough, more than enough. And then the other people, the other type of person in this story is the disciples who said, man, Jesus, come on, let's send these people away. And he said, come on, you feed them. And so they went and they found what they needed. They went and they found what they needed for Jesus to do a miracle. I want to encourage you business owners out there and, and leaders and leaders in your biz, in your home and leaders in the workplace and, and people that are working in your church, or maybe you're feeling led to start or, or lead a ministry. I want to encourage you find the tools that you need, find the relationships that you need, find the people who have the expertise that you need and do whatever you've got to do to say, Jesus, I'm going to give you what I've got and I'm going to find what I don't got. And I'm going to, I know that's bad grammar, but I'm going to give you what I have and I'm going to find what I don't have. And I'm going to give it to you and I'm going to watch you multiply this, do a miracle with what my life has right now. Take my business and do a miracle. God, I am believing you for overwhelmingly more, more than, more than I could ask or think, man, that verse has been resounding in me all week long, more than you could ask or think. He's going to do it. I believe it. I'm telling you, I'm seeing it. I believe we are just on the brink. We are right on the edge and God's going to do more than we could ever ask or think. And I, I just keep feeling those of you who are business owners, those of you who are about to quit and about to give up. I don't, I want you to not give up. Hold on, believe God, find the tools that you need. Take the trainings that you need to be the very best at your craft. Do what you've got to do to get trained, to develop yourself, to learn, to surround yourself with people who are wise and who are more experienced than you and stay teachable, stay humble, stay correctable. Listen, in my life, I am, I am wide open. There are people in my life who know there's about five people in my life who know right now they can call me up and they can speak into my life. My life is an open book to them. They can correct me. They can coach me. They can teach me. And I want them to, because without that, I'm going to get off without that. I'm going to, I'm going to get off into my own way of thinking or there's a lot of people, guys, who have done what you are doing and who made the mistakes that then we get to learn from and we get to grow from and not have to make the same mistakes. So I want to encourage you, stay humble, stay determined, and don't give up. God's got you and God's going to do something miraculous with your life if you will just continue to say yes. Let him develop your character, okay? Let God develop your character character. Your charisma is not going to be enough. It's just not. 
Character will get you much further than charisma ever will. And sometimes when you're focusing on character over charisma, you're not going to be the first person who's seen. You're not going to be the first person who's called on for promotion. You're not going to be the first, but I guarantee you, you will be called on for promotion. You will be called on for um, a job that needs to be done and you will be the right woman or the right man for that job because you've taken the time to focus on character. Character is so much more than charisma. Ignore what you see on Instagram. Ignore what you see on Facebook. Ignore that junk. Refuse to compare yourself with what you see going on around you and you do what God's called you to do. You do it with excellence. You do it with fervor. You do it with energy. You give God your very best and you pour your heart out and you watch him take what you've got and multiply it. Man, I just believe you're going to be blessed this year. I believe your businesses are going to explode. I believe your relationships are going to explode. Your ministries are going to explode. You're going to see the fullness of God in the land of the living. Man, God's so good. God is so, so good. Lord, we are grateful for what you are doing. We are grateful for what you have done. We are grateful for what you're doing in the the hearts and the lives of the people listening. God, I pray you would multiply a thousand times, multiply, but only when we are ready. Multiply when we are prepared. God, our prayer today, as we close this podcast episode, our prayer today, and I want you to make this, this your prayer if you're listening. My prayer today, God, is that you would prepare me that you would prepare me before you release me, that I would be properly prepared and ready. No matter what that means, no matter what that looks like, I humble myself and I say, my life is yours. My life is not my own. It belongs to you. And so I trust you. If I feel hidden, it's because you have me hidden for a reason. And I'm going to wait on you and trust you and know you and cling to you in this season. And if I'm, if I'm in a season of, of, of releasing and launching, even in that season, God, I will cling to you and fully know in great humility that I'm nothing without you. But man, with you, God, we can do the impossible. I'm so grateful to you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here again this week. We have a um, and another event coming up on March the 18th. We have Flourish One Day Encounter. This is not a conference. It is not a large gathering. It is a one-day event where we are going to go deeper. We're going to deal with inner healing. We're going to talk about the cross of Jesus and get a real revelation of who we are in Christ. We're going to pray for deliverance. We're going to pray for freedom. We are going there on March the 18th for our Flourish One Day Encounter. So if you're interested in that event, Um, You can go to kingsgatehobs.com and you can register there. We'd love to see you Um, contact our church office if you have any questions or go to kingsgatehobs.com. I love you guys. I hope you have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. It's good to be back. We're so glad you joined us today on Flourish Weekly. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with a friend and tag us on social media. You can also connect with Pastor Jen on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening.